Hey guys, thanks for joining us. Sitting with me are the co-presidents of the UNICEF University of Ottawa's club. Hi. Hi everyone. So for starters, I was hoping you guys could introduce yourselves, just a little bit of your names, your positions, how you got here. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it's funny enough, me and I actually recorded a podcast, just the two of us, and it was the first podcast on here. So since then, things have changed, obviously. Uh, we're still the same people. My name's still Khadija. Mia's still Mia. Mia Dubois. Um, oh my Dubois. god, it's been like three years working together. And yeah, I can't say her last name. Fun um, <laughs> I can't say the co-president's last name. Come on. But um, yeah, my name is Keisha. I'm the co-pres this year with my better half, Mia. We'll let, take over the mic. So hi, I'm Mia, uh, as Keisha Kamal said, because uh, I know how to say her name. <laughs> uh, we already recorded a podcast, but I guess I'll introduce myself again. My name is Mia. I'm in my fourth year now of um, Complex Studies and Human Rights with a minor in Anthropology. Um, my fun fact is still the same over the years, so I guess it's not that fun anymore, but I'm French. Yeah, so... pick a one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the only one I have and I keep recycling it, but I realize that it loses its like humor. But yeah, I'm French, so if you ever wanna have a wine and cheese night, please <clears throat> invite me, that would be lovely. That's She's awesome. also a big anime fan. That could be your fun fact. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a big weeb, so whoever, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I did not know that about you. It's new and what? Look at my posters. I no, mean, yes, oh. people won't be able to see, but see, I have a Yeah, but yeah, that's true. You do. <laughs> at least you know. <laughs> so how did you guys get started with the UNICEF club? So I- So I, long I, ago. Long story short, um, Kija and I actually met through UNICEF when we were volunteers. Um, but we don't remember this. Yeah, Aww. a few years back. Like, yeah. we were doing an event together, and it's just- Oh, we saw each other at meetings, too, but we just, like, never- Because we obviously had meetings before. Yeah, we had our yeah, yeah. But then- we just never talked. Oh. It's just when we were at Second Cup, so she started working there, and I was working there for a little bit before, and we had a shift together, and we started- I don't know, like talking and realizing that we had much in common. So you guys actually didn't end up meeting through the UNICEF club. You ended up meeting at work. So basically what happened was it was November. So if you are a volunteer with UNICEF or you've been following our club, you'll know that we do like volunteers by semester. Mm -hmm. So in the fall semester, we'd biweekly meetings, which in hindsight, it's only four or five. Um, So it's not that many. Like back when I was a volunteer, I was like, oh my God, like, that's a lot of meetings but like now that I look at it it's definitely not enough um now that like especially in our roles now like I feel like UNICEF is my brand at this point like I live and breathe UNICEF but um yeah so we went to our volunteer meetings and we just didn't cross paths we didn't really know each other um I'm sure we had talked we're both very outgoing friendly people we actually did because remember when we became actually friends we realized that we talked on Instagram before yeah like we had an Instagram conversation we had like pictures taken but like obviously (laughs) we were also like meeting a lot of people right so that was like that point in our lives and January of that year I had started at Second Cup and it was like my first week there and Mia was leaving 
the tail you were like leaving and you're like yeah, oh, so my name's Mia and I went oh my name's Keisha blah 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 and like got that's like the first memory I have of actually meeting Mia and like recognizing it mm-hmm. and then um we just like hit it off the next time we work together and like you know that like meme where like two best friends like do everything together at work me and I were those people we'd be like oh yeah let's go take out the trash together oh so um obviously very close yeah so we like hung out and then one day we like text each other on Instagram for some reason and we like scrolled up we were like oh my god like pretty soon after like within a week of knowing each other at second pub um and we had realized, Mia, were you a volunteer in the winter? Or things like went into the lockdown. I don't even remember what happened. We were just like. We just realized that we yeah. actually met through UNICEF. And, and then, then we like applied to be VPs together and like talked about it. I remember like I came over to Mia's house. Do you remember this? On like the porch. And you were like, oh, I'm not sure if I want to be volunteer coordinator. And I was like, do you Oh, it? it was in the summer. I remember yeah, like we went out on our oh yeah. it was yeah we went out on the porch I remember it was like nice enough to be out yeah <clears throat> and we applied um because like exact positions had opened up and VP internal Ton actually lived right next door to Mia that's and, so perfect yeah and Ton and I were super close when we were volunteers like I vividly remember Ton and I like having volunteer memories so I remember talking to UNICEF about him and so we kind of like formed this little like trio. Oh, I and love we were, that. Because yeah. also I met Ton like one time coming back from work and we realized that we were neighbor and then we're like, oh my God, we know each other through UNICEF. Let's have like a drink sometime because he was working at the wine rack. So Ooh. he got like a, a bottle for us and we just sat on the porch in between our two houses and like had drinks. And then he came in my place and like met my roommates and we all became so so good friends that he's now my roommate like we moved in together <laughs> that's with so my awesome. other roommates yeah that's like, a great starting story of like yeah, different dynamics different people. Story. everything yeah. started in unicef if you think about it like that's yeah. so crazy but it is so it seems like you guys really supported each other throughout your journey through unicef and like outside of unicef we all became really good friends um including Don, who's not here. But um, yeah, I think like for, even for me, um, I remember we would like get together at Mia's house and I brought my roommate, Rianne, and she was kind of like the unofficial UNICEF member because when I was a volunteer, I would like talk to her about everything. And she met Ton and Mia and she was like, I feel like I'm part of this club, like might as well join. Um, and I really felt like UNICEF like changed my experience in university. Like I had met I've met so many people in that club that have literally became my best friends and like especially going through the pandemic together and like being there um last year is it last year or two years ago when like the first pandemic ever started and we were like on call yeah like something we would be on call all the time after like a meeting because like you were isolated right and um she became a part of that club and it was just like such a fun experience like it didn't feel like I was actually doing like club work like it was fun um and it really brought like that aspect of getting to know each other outside of work and like to a deeper level of like staying up till 3 a.m literally talking <laughs> about like what are your deepest yeah. like fears and like that was like how well we got to know each other um and I think that's what makes us a great team sorry I'm on a yeah. little and we've also been working together as soccer coaches for kids 
Uh, no way. Yeah. yeah. We went to Banff together. Oh, um, I saw pictures yeah. that was gorgeous. Like so pretty. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm so lucky to be working with Fuja on this. And exactly as she said, like this changed my whole experience of like university. Cause when I came here, like I didn't know many people. Like I was like an international, like my circle, let's say, was limited. And within the club, I met so many people who had the same vision of things than me and like the same will to like do stuff and like kind of go out of your way to just try to make things happen. And that's when like Kijan and I really connected. Like the first week we met, we went like do yoga and like the, 7 a.m. yoga. <laughs> yeah. We went ice skating and then we did all these things like through UNICEF as well and kind of like let or you know the 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 way we, in which we connected yeah um, impact the way we were doing like events that we loved and that we were trying to like reflect our friendship through what we did and I feel like it worked I mean we're here today and I guess it's going pretty well I hope so okay (laughs) so yeah I'm just grateful for that and for how much UNICEF has brought me yeah, that that's such a great starting story of you guys building through UNICEF, through life, through work, and then throughout the pandemic too, since everything's, we're all feeling so isolated, to be able to have something to go to and meetings and meeting new people. Yeah, for sure. So as co-president, what exactly does your role entail? What did day-to-day things look like? How do you split up tasks? Um, I, I can start. Um, I feel like just the role of co-presence like, and we're like working together in the role was pretty hard at the beginning to also like figure out how we we're gonna like go on and like adapt our way of working. Cause like we're different people with like different, Very different. Of, like going through things. So it was also as well, like, okay how do we manage a team and like make sure that all work represents like both the ways of being, seeing things. So it took a bit of like a lot of like discussions and like us figuring out how to do it. And now we pretty much like pretty much naturally split up the task. Like I know we have this like great balance where like Hija, for example, is more like it has way much more experience and love for marketing than I do. So she creates like all those wonderful things with like Emily and like takes care of the department way more while as like an ex uh, volunteer coordinator and like VP of that department, like this is more like my thing with like my experience, but like we do talk a lot about what we can bring out each other in, in that. And overall, my understanding of like how we split up the task is just more like communicating a lot to see how we want, what seems best for the team and then just go on and like use our skills, which they would fit best. That's such a great answer because yeah with two people you have two heads two sets of skills Mm -hmm. that you're such different people actually adds a lot to the group and are you guys the first co-presidents um so no long story short no uh I think this club has been like around for six or seven years almost now and um I could be wrong, don't quote me on that. And there's been times where there's just a president and like two vice presidents. There's been times where it's just one president, no, like when I mean vice, I mean like a president, two vice presidents and a whole bunch of directors. There's been times where it's just been like two co-presidents. There's been time where it's just been like one president and a whole bunch of VPs. Um, And we kind of change the constitution each year based on that Mm -hmm. and how it goes. 
um, what, what I wanted to highlight in that was with like with the president just as a one person it's a lot easier because you understand that this is just one person in charge of something right but as like co-president like obviously it's co right and a lot of people mistake co-president as like 50 50 like every week Mia and I put 50 50 in or like there's 50 50 in everything we do and I think that's such a wrong misconception um sometimes it's 80 20 sometimes it's 60, 40, right? There are days where Mia does way more than I do. And there are days where things flip flop, right? And I think it really, for us, especially because we were such close friends before we even got to the co-pres position, it really was like a big test of our limits because Mm. besides our friendship, we both had dedicated and committed time to UNICEF, right? And we both work in our different departments last year in very different departments so we never like clashed heads for example because I worked in marketing and Mia worked with the volunteers right so we didn't really cross like we didn't have to necessarily work together and although we have had jobs in the past where we worked together it wasn't that leadership aspect right like we were working for someone else we were doing things for something else even when we taught soccer there was still a lesson plan we were following um you you guys are actually planning the lesson yeah so there was like that element of okay where do we see this club going and like where what 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 kind of goals because you can't do everything right like as much as we want to do so much with this club we can't and so we had like a lot of meaningful discussions about what do we actually want to see where this club is going to go and how are we going to do that and how is that because I would like to think we're both very strong women and strong-willed women um, and determined in our ideas, for sure. Like, if we want something, um, and for example, we have clashed heads, and I think there's, like, such a misconception that, like, co-presidents, it's, like, perfect, like, they do everything together, and it's so much fun, and blah, blah. It's, you have to navigate it, right? So, like, for anybody else who's going to be in our roles one day, um, it's taught me a lot about myself and how to work with someone else because there's a diff, especially if it's like your like your best friend like it's just different to work with someone and then like still be really good friends with them because also we don't get time to like not talk about UNICEF and just talk about like other things that are happening in our life so I would say it's a balancing act for sure um, do you guys like separate like friendship and UNICEF or is it kind of all blended together well, I guess it's like, ideally, you would separate like work from life as well, right? There's like this thing about having your balance. But I feel like UNICEF is such a part of like, who we are now. And like what we do that like, it's not distinguishable from like, our friendship, of course, like when it comes to like, tasks and like stuff to do, like, we won't talk about that once we have like time. to so, like, I don't know, like friends time, because like, yeah. you don't want to like add the pressure of like, actually doing stuff to those types of conversations but when it goes to like I don't know I don't feel like UNICEF is a, a burden for me or like something that you know I need to like start working at one time and then stop forever like of course you need a break sometimes so I'm just working in general but it just it's a continuation of like what I love to do and I feel like we're both so passionate about it that it was like finding our balance and like walking through navigating all these like difficulties of just working with someone we don't know while like 
keeping the fun and like the love that we have for the club right and our friendship of course but it's like our friendship is also UNICEF because that's where it started yeah Yeah. I think that's really important to know and I think that's something we bonded on is like and I think a lot of people bond when they join UNICEF is why you're there right um but then we also just bonded because we love to work on it like we'd be up I remember like just like late at night and like FaceTime me and she was working on UNICEF and there is creativity in that and that's why I think it's so important to join a club or anything you're passionate about because it really you get to like play at life is what I'm gonna say I like that I like that saying play at life kind of thing yeah Um, let's see here so for the upcoming events what upcoming events do you guys have planned see having planned in the winter term of 2022 um, okay, so first, it's important to know that our initial plans were kind of changed by the whole COVID sanitary um, situation. Uh, we initially thought that the winter semester would be most likely in person. Uh, however, that changed. So we adapted ourselves and we we're going to have very fun online events. Um, I can talk about the first one, which is the one uh, coming up uh, the soonest. So early February, our directors will plan uh, a very fun online event. Uh, Marketing and promotion about it still needs to be determined and needs to start in the following days, but it's coming very soon. And yeah, everything will be fully online for the moment being, but our directors are working so hard on it to provide something that's going to The only thing I can tell you right now is that it's going to help students to connect with each other, even though uh, we're limited by our physical spaces. And I think that's something everyone needs desperately right now is to feel connected to something, a greater thing, as well alone. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, And then our second event is going to be our volunteer-led event. So we have two this semester, Group A and Group B. And I think they'll be, you know, they're in April or maybe just at April or March for the volunteer. Uh, they're going to be early March. Yeah. So the, they will also be online events in okay. early March. Um, and so, yeah, every year, every semester we've had, well, this time we've divided it into two volunteer groups and they will have their events early March. I'm not too sure what they have planned on because we are actually just doing our volunteer, like our first volunteer-led meetings this week. Um, So we've done group A's and we'll have group B's and yeah, literally literally the sky's there, is that the saying? Um, I'm not sure, but yeah, there's like so many different options. They can do murder mystery night. They've done that in the past. Um, We did a movie night. Trivia nights. Trivia nights, yeah. So um, yeah, stay tuned for that because I think that'll be really fun. And all the execs always come and it's like fun because like we get to like participate in the event and like not have to worry about planning it so it's a lot of fun for us as well so we're looking forward to that having not been a volunteer before that seems like a really great opportunity for me to just be able to like go and see how everything is and yeah for sure and uh lastly if the COVID situation gets better. We have a big soccer tournament planned for the end of this semester. Um, so we basically allow for students to form teams and then compete uh, against each other for prizes. 
it's a very, very fun event that we did. It would be our sixth edition, I believe. Wow. Right, Khadija? Um, yeah. It's a, a yearly thing that UNICEF you always experienced in doing. We would call it like Euro 2000, I mean, 2022. <laughs> um, yeah, very, very fun. Everybody's just so excited to play soccer. Like you can team up with your friends. We're going to have like a UNICEF team. With like photo booth and like food, it's just such a nice moment to have. Um, yeah, so if COVID allows <laughs> it, of course. Hopefully that happens. Um, but Especially I feel it's important. Yeah, to stick with this idea still, and we'll see how it goes. If not, we'll replace it with something as much as more fun uh, online. Uh, but yeah, fingers crossed that it's gonna happen, right, Khadija? Yeah, I don't think so. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Yeah, hopefully it happens. It's so great how um, adaptable you guys are. Like, oh, COVID shut us down for this, but we're going to go try this and then we can do this and make it work no matter what. Yeah, that's been our life with UNICEF. <laughs> I can <laughs> imagine. But at some point, it's like you just got to go with the flow and see what you know, like you can always make the best of your situation right and that's what we plan on doing we also want to have fun with the rest of the team and like bond and make friendship and raise awareness on topics that we think are important it's like it's about educating yourself and having fun and just making a change that yeah. as big as you can make it with the situation right oh, totally. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> So um, if I'm not mistaken, Mia, are you graduating this year? Uh, I'm technically graduating next December. Next December. I'm my fourth year right now, yeah. Wow. How Do you have any future plans for this upcoming graduation? LOL. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the big question right now. Um, I guess I'm definitely not the only one of university students being kind of lost. Uh, but I'm I'm not worried I have like options and IDs I just want to see where this year might lead me but the idea is to keep on working in human rights I mean advocating for human rights but also I'm getting more and more interested in human rights law Ooh. Uh, so my thinking is either I'm going to do a master in human rights or I'm going to do a degree in law um, to get my GD and become like international lawyer would be fun but the idea is basically just to like keep on working in the field I'm working in right now which is like advocating for values and topics that I found important and which is such an important rights. thing to have we need people advocating for mm -hmm. human rights yeah so yeah. I will I'll, I'll see where that leads me but yeah yeah, we knew that girl. Keep us on yeah. Facebook. Keep us on Facebook and the Instagram. Don't forget us. I send us the ones on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, same question to you, Khadija. How where do you see yourself in the future? I feel like that's such a loaded question, Jen. And <laughs> it, it, it really is. Handled it so elegantly. Um yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, that's totally fair. Yeah, uh, I think there's like such a big pressure to like mm -hmm. figure out exactly what you want to do and like have graduation all lined up and like people really aren't gentle with themselves. I think 10, 15 years ago, um, 
it wasn't a th- well it was very rare for you to like go to university and then just be like oh I'm not exactly sure where I want to be because to get through university um you have to keep going it gets tough and like statistically university students have more anxiety and depression than like the average Joe like 110 percent um so I'm not 100 percent sure but I do know what I like and I do know what I'm passionate about and I want to follow that so anything that encompasses that um but more technically I'm a psych major and um it took me time to figure out what I wanted to do I was in biomed and then I switched to health side and then I switched to psych because I was like what is it and something that I've always been super interested in is children's education and children's well-being and more understanding that from a psychology perspective. So one of the things I find really fascinating is there's, this is like a little bit of like my nerdy side coming out. Is yeah, totally. I love it. There's a lot of research and there's a lot of ways to prevent and talk about children who come and have been bullied in Canada or um, have been neglected in Canada. And that is so equally as important. And I think there's a culture change because when the Syrian refugees came over, right, there wasn't enough evidence. There wasn't enough data to help them, right, in schools, right, to help them in their education and to talk about their trauma, to talk about what they're doing about. Um, I'm like blanking for the word that I was just thinking about, but I really am interested in children who have like, diverse childhood I wouldn't say trauma I can I literally can't figure out what I'm trying to say right now but um and it's so funny because I wrote a whole research paper on this and now it's like now that I've handed it in it's like whatever so it's, it's just like done out of my used, head it's gone. yeah exactly um and talking about what they've gone through right so whether that be war whether that's be poverty famine like there's so many different aspects all around the world childhood adversities that's what I'm talking about so uh, and I'm really interested in their biological makeup right and like the biomarkers for then developing schizophrenia for for example PTSD like these are really big issues that start in your childhood and we really have to dig all the way back um, and go ahead and help individuals like that and I think it's time for a change where we stop talking about not stop talking about but where we're more inclusive of childhood adversities because a lot of what UNICEF does that's great it really does help people at the need of like getting vaccines getting food but what about after what about the psychological effects what about 20 years later and they think back to the time and they have bombs falling on them and I have a teacher who grew up in Bosnia in the war and like when she talks to me about like she literally had like this little thing of rice to eat every day and she does it yeah it has affected her and for me, that was like, I want to be a part of that long-term change and like helping them and committing to something like that. So um, in my life goals with career-wise, I want to obviously do that. And there's definitely many different ways to do something, but you should always keep the same goal. I think that's like something I tell myself. So I'm not I like really freaking like out. That as a saying, that's really powerful. Yeah, for sure. That sounds awesome. You guys both have like very big aspirations and dreams. We're all very achievers. That's what we do. <laughs> That's the always word since day one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's our personality trait. Yep. Yeah. Uh, call it co-presidents, overachievers. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that was all the questions we had for today. So I want to thank that you guys great. for joining us. Yeah, this was great.
Thanks for having us.